2: It's Zach Wilson's time again, isn't
0: it? This is The Rich Eisen
2: Show. It's a red alert. Live
0: from The Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles.
2: Zach Wilson looking lost. Like my 10-year-old trying to solve a problem put forth by Professor Oppenheimer. That's the way it looks sometimes (laughs) for him operating this offense.
0: The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, NBC Sports Boston Patriots insider Tom Curran. Coming up, Pro Football Hall of Famer Warren Sapp, ESPN NFL analyst Louis Riddick. And now, it's Rich Eisen.
2: Yes, it is. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Warren Sapp getting to his uh, Zoom computer as we speak. Sir Sapp going to be joining us shortly here on this program, the Pro Football Hall of Famer who on Friday, Dion said he, he intends to make his future defensive line coach in Colorado. Uh, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Phone lines are lit. We'll take your phone calls. I've got my top five performers of week two coming up on this show. Louis Riddick, fresh back from Carolina. He called the Saints versus the Panthers on, uh, on Monday night. And hey, you know, the New Orleans Saints, I, I honestly don't know what to make of them. Here's what I make of them. Here's <laughs> what I make of them. And that's all that matters. Is 2-0. They're 2 0 That's right.
1: You are they're what your is.
2: And Derek Carr, you know, he didn't light it up against Tennessee, but I don't know how many teams are going uh, to. Although, I guess, Justin Herbert threw for over 300 yards against him. But they that defense, man. You, you tell me, guys, in the last five, ten years, or I guess since – Cam Jordan's been playing. Let's put it that way. What has been the most underrated defensive unit that puts the bang thing on people with consistency, right? No one ever talks about them. Don't you think? Yeah. Because we're talking about the Cowboys' defense and the Niners' defense, and then you talk about, I guess, what the Chiefs' defense did, Steelers' defense, what they just did on Monday night. And I don't know why... I, I thought differently. I just thought Carolina at home is just going to try and do something special. But then as soon as I saw a couple, I, I, I texted the game day morning group. Um, I, I don't care. I'll, I'll throw him out there. I texted the game day morning group at the outset of the Monday night football game between Carolina and the Saints. I'm like, am I the only, am I lone wolfing this, the, uh, the Panthers? And I got a text back from Luke Lasorda, our, our producer. He wrote, yes, you are. And Mooch wrote back one word, idiot. (laughs) 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 Idiot is what Mooch wrote back. Aggressive? Very. Certainly for Mooch. And um, I saw the way Bryce Young was struggling, and I thought to myself, yeah, idiot. That there's no way Cam Jordan and this other prideful... Defenders with the Florida Lee on the side of their helmet would ever let a rookie quarterback beat them. Despite it being a Monday night at home and his home debut, his parents there and all that sort of stuff, he did on occasion just hold the ball way too long. And the Saints, they've got some playmakers, man. Michael Thomas looked, I'm going higher register with him, but he looked like the can't guard Mike. He did. Yeah, he did. Olave. Making that catch. catch Kind of tipped it to himself. So nice. With his one arm being held. Yeah, smooth. Rahid Shahid, everybody. One deep ball game for him. (laughs) And the one from last night wrapped it. Taysom Hill. Taysom this, still doing his thing. And Alvin Kamara is coming back in two weeks. And then you look at the Saints moving on from here. What a huge game in week three. Jordan Love's home debut for the right to go 3-0 and or for the Packers to go 2-1. and And then New Orleans is home for Tampa. Baker Mayfield coming into that house. Oh, man. At New England, at Houston, and then a Thursday night against Jacksonville. These are some winnable games, folks. These are some winnable games. And so the Saints, Derek Carr, 2-0, and the run game isn't even where it needs to be yet or because is coming back. Michael Thomas looks him and Olave doing their thing. And defensively, man, they just put the bang thing on Bryce Young and looked him in the face and said, you, sir, are not in the SEC anymore and dropped a house on him like he was the wicked witch. Boom. Yeah. So, good for the Saints, man. They're 2-0. Mm-hmm. Joining us here now on the Rich Eisen Show, as promised, my Pro Football Hall of Fame friend, number nine in your program, number one in your heart, he is hashtag zooming and not fishing right now. He
3: is Warren Sapp. How are you, Warren? That's two nines, Rich. Number ninety-nine in your program. Yeah, number one in your heart. I a, am wonderful. Number 99. Yeah, you said nine. Did I say only one nine? nine? Did I only say nine. nine? You said what nine. The heck? Wow! Wow! Nine. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I said to- You left a you left a nine off, Rich. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, you wouldn't wear a single number these days, would you? If you were playing.
3: Not even close. That don't fit a big man. I'm so disgusted with them single-digit D linemen in college, and then they show up with zero on in the NFL now. Are you kidding me?
0: <laughs>
2: Why does that disgust you? <laughs> Wouldn't it slim you down? Wouldn't it slim you?
3: No, because when I went to Raiders, I almost asked the indestructible one right here over my shoulder for his double zero. And I thought about it. I said, nah, I said, you go in a game and you come out with no tackles, no sacks, they be talking my boy, you just took the money and gave us your number, you're going to be zero, zero. You know what I'm you, can't, you can't give no elbow, Rich. You can't give no elbow. So uh, <laughs> let me just
2: jump into this fray here uh, with you, Warren Sapp. Uh, the mm-hmm. conversation is red hot right now that Minka Fitzpatrick is a helmet to the knee of Nick Chubb last night was a dirty play. Would you say that was a dirty play by Minka Fitzpatrick?
3: No, no. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. The dirty play was the play – in the, in the Colorado State, Colorado game. Mm-hmm. That was the dirty play. That was the definition of targeting someone when he hit uh, Travis Hunter and lacerated his liver. Are you kidding me, Rich? That was dirty.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Micah Fitzpatrick was just tackling a monster of a back, as Mike Tomlin calls him, Mr. Chubb.
2: Mm-hmm. So you don't believe that was... Uh, Mika didn't see what he hit. I mean, you're you're hearing um, many on uh, on the All old ex- X machine, right? Now. I'm serious. Like you know, look, look. Come on, him,
3: the X ex- 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 machines, are, the X ex- machines, a cesspool. Uh, uh, Come on, mm-hmm. we, you know better. Mika pitchpatrick is a, is a, is a, is a delightful safety in the National Football League that makes great that makes good plays for his football team. He was just tackling a man on the goal line. You can't tell me. He purposely went down and hit him in the knee and, and, and did him there. Come on, no. And it ain't like we saw a replay. <laughs>
2: yeah, I know. Because it was it was so it was so <laughs> ugly it was so ugly, man. And I, I oh mean, no, was... I'm
3: sure it was. I mean, but we all saw Joe Theismann, you know, yeah, break know. his leg with Lawrence Taylor.
2: Different times.
3: We all, we also Dennis Berg get paralyzed on Thanksgiving. I mean, we we can't be that sensitive in a, in a game where it's a contact sport.
2: Warren Sapp, Pro Football Hall of Famer, here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, what do you make of Micah Parsons,
3: Warren? Oh, you know I love when you go hunt that quarterback. It, the way the Cowboys are doing it with him, it's something unique. I've never seen that before. Just they're running game after game after game with him, and he's coming home. So i i, I take I take my hat off to the D line, you know, coach or the pass court, pass rush coordinator, whoever they got going, because. They got something nice going
2: right now. Well, and and I love watching your, your film study on your Instagram feed at Warren Sapp. Uh, it is a lot of fun. Certainly, just your commentary is laugh out loud hilarious, <laughs> along with, obviously, the intelligent X's and O's. So, walk me through what you are seeing that Dan Quinn is doing with Micah Parsons and why they're able to do it, Warren.
3: Uh, I'm telling you, Rich, they're putting him in different spots. And when you put them in different spots, now you can't really hone in because... The Lawrence is still there and the other fellas there rushing too. They're 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 rushing as a pack. That's the biggest thing. You know, I always say the Lone Wolf dies alone, and that's why we howl like we howl, because the Lone Wolf normally don't get there. But when you come as a pack, as the Cowboys are coming, the quarterbacks go down and you get them in bunches. And they are getting them in bunches right now. And even more than that, the offense is going for them and they gotta lead. When you gotta lead like that, you gotta chase them. We gotta chase them, you expose your quarterback.
2: So where do you stand on the current conversation and the Cowboys for real, or they just tormented two New York quarterbacks that had uh, bad days or are more prone to be tormented? Where do you stand on that well, subject?
3: The Gi- well, the Giants didn't put on their pads the whole week before they met the Cowboys. And then the Jets looked at their quarterback like, here we go again. That's what I saw. Because you tell me Sauce Gardner can't pick that ball off and take it to the house. Mm-hmm. You've got to make all those plays. You've got to make those plays. That's the whole key. When your quarterback is not a four-time MVP and a Super Bowl champion and a, and a future first ballot Hall of Famer, you gotta make those plays. You got you gotta do a little more. You gotta turn it up. Trust me, I played with Sean King and Trent Dilfer. You gotta turn it up. <laughs> when your you, you, you quarterback, a little, little 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 deficit at the quarterback position. Yeah. every other position has to turn it up.
2: So you pin a little bit of what happened in Dallas on uh, on the defense, not uh, on oh, what absolutely. the offense did.
3: Yes, so, what, oh. what, I, I saw a stat, Rich. I think they turned it around. I saw thirty-one of twenty-eight with Dak Prescott. I said it had to be twenty-eight to thirty-one. Right. I, said, I don't think you got new math going over. If the opposing quarterback has three incompletions, mm-hmm. what happened to the cue ball up the middle that rushes, and you know ninety-nine on the left side and you know, this, this vaunted defense that they were telling me don't look like the 85 Bears or the 2,000 Ravens or the Tampa 2 that we played down in Tampa. No. No. So, and not, I, I saw something.
2: And I know what you've said because I listen to you when you talk, Warren Sapp. Um, Thank you. You know, over the years that we've known each other. Walk me through the people who you will not let teammates mess with in your locker room. <laughs> walk, me, walk me
3: through that. My my coach, my quarterback, and my kicker. Correct.
2: So, what would you be counseling right now if you were strolling through the Jets' locker room, getting ready for Belichick, who has personally tormented Zach Wilson? What would you be doing right
3: now? The thing I would do is I'd go to Q Ball, Sauce, and the rest of those defenders because Mac Jones is just as bad as White, and he has much less less weapons. And 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 I, I we we talk bad about Nathaniel Hackett, Hackett as a head coach, but as a play caller. You got to bid in this thing because that's not Aaron Rodgers in the backfield. That's not Aaron Rodgers taking a snap. You got to bid in this offense to fit this young man, Wilson, and then that defense, let's go, man. You got Mac Jones. Come
2: on. So you'd be Come talking on. to your – so you would talk to the OC. You'd go up to Hackett and say, what's up? You'd say something oh, to him? Oh, Hack.
3: Hack. Baby, that ain't Aaron Rodgers in the backfield. That ain't Aaron Rodgers letting it go. That ain't Aaron Rodgers reading it, pre-snap read. That ain't Aaron Rodgers checking it. So let's, let's back off the checks. Let's give him plays that he's more than comfortable with, and let's roll. We're going to punt and play defense, and we're going we're gonna to play buck ball. That's what I, you know, because that's what I know, Rich. <laughs> I'm going to play field position. I ain't going to turn it over. And then I'm going to ask you to earn every yard you have against this defense that all 11 of us going to say not today. I don't give a damn who you got at quarterback. Steve Young, Jerry Rice, uh, Randy Moss, Chris Carter in the slot, Eric, uh, Andre Reed in the, in the slot. I don't care. Give me me and 10 other brothers today that say not today. And I've seen it shut down.
2: Warren Sapp, Pro Football Hall of Famer, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk buck ball. How about Baker Mayfield
3: showing up as the stiff arm
2: and waking up dangerous flag planting quarterback here? A
3: 300-yard game, his first one since he was in Cleveland. I loved it. Mike Evans showed up. But more than that, Rich, I look on the other side of the ball. Mm -hmm. and 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 I was a little concerned with Shaq because you know how we is about our kids. There's nothing greater on this earth than we know than our right. little ones. Right. And when you lose your little one in that situation, I watched the Minnesota game and I watched them slither out of a, a almost cracked block and whatever, and I made a video. I didn't put it up because, you know, Buck fans always, when I when I be all around the league, they be like, why you ain't watching our Bucks? I be like, yo, 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 I made the Buck video. The front and the back end <laughs> is working together, yes. Rich, and my linebackers in the middle are talking to each other. It almost blew my mind. I said, boy, we got stuff. We got action. We got action. Jack is on a mission. Logan is throwing people around inside. Big Vita Vega is running on the screen. He realized he's not a pass rusher. If they let you go, big fella, turn and chase the running back, please. And he's got it. So here we go. we two and 0 right now. And I hear you talking about them Saints, but I don't see it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't see
3: it. <laughs> well, I, I mean, you're going to see it. And
2: uh, what is well, that? Well, the-
3: Atlanta, Atlanta's 2 0 too. I mean, we got, we got everything going to the yeah. South, but the rookie.
2: That's right. I know, and and um, that's, you're going to see it in week four. New Orleans. Oh, no, i uh, home not for
3: Tampa. Not running. Hey, we got the Eagles this week on Monday night. Right. We're going to pluck them, and then we're going to look for whoever coming around here.
2: <laughs> Warren Sapp <laughs> here on the Rich Eisen show. All right, let's get into the uh, the main event, and you know what I'm referring to because we are paying rent in his world right now. This the story in sports. You just put the Colorado Buffalo hat on. You know exactly. <laughs> Where I am going, what is Dion cooking? You have seen it firsthand. You are you have been there. He is, he is, he has brought you in in many ways, Warren. What are you seeing that he's doing? What do you got for me?
3: On concrete, Rich. That's the beautiful thing about Dion, and you know him like I do. Mm-hmm. There's nothing phony, flaw about it. What you see is what you get. Like his shirt say "I ain't hard to find." And, and 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 to know the man and love the man as me and you do. I see him loving on them kids, Rich. I see him challenging them kids, Rich. I see them putting something before them that is going to be life-changing. And, you know, generational wealth is what I call it, what they're giving away at the NFL level now. And if you have a coach that's going to love on you, teach you, bond with you, I'm going to put you part of the family. You know, Rich, there's nothing like that brotherhood. And when you join that brotherhood, it's for life. Until you kick yourself out. And that's what D. Hunter is giving them—that brotherhood, that love, that me, him, Mike, Marshall, Michael, and Kurt. You know how we all came together. And yeah. you you like? Do they, do they live together? You know? You know? We laugh a joke because that's the bond that you create mm-hmm. with the work that you do in this game. And that's what Prime is giving them right now. Well, He's giving them direction, leadership, and he, you know what? He's meeting them halfway, Rich. What do you mean? When I went, when I went to TCU. You know, because I saw it the whole week. I went home, packed the bag. I told Prime, I'm coming. Give me a hotel room, whatever. I'll pay for you, whatever. I got you, baby. Lock you up. I go through Dallas. And I walk, I go with him, walk up in the locker room. <laughs> and the DJ shows up, Rich. A full, Rich, a full-fledged DJ booth in this thing, and, and it kind of shook me to my core, because if you know me, I hate music at practice. Because I, me and Brooks and Lynch, we got to talk. Hmm. If, if it's a quiet defense, it's a dumb defense because we don't know somebody scared to say so. That's how it is. My bad, I always get you one. Okay, I know my dog over there in the corner with the rock over there looking crazy right now. I know you over there, guy. I know you. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> it's so all yeah, right. Yeah, we, we, we get to, oh man, you just threw me all the no, way. No, he said off. you, the, you the
2: DJ, the DJ, the DJ.
3: Oh, the yeah. DJ, yeah, dog. So I'm like. These kids going to be in here dancing and jumping around, not focused on the task at hand. We are a couple of hours before the game. Man, the DJ came on, these kids had their headphones in or whatever. I think I was the only one worried about the DJ. They was in there getting their socks and in their notes and stuff, and I just looked around and I said, it's like elevator music. They ain't even hearing it. Mm. It's just on. And that's what gave me gave me even more confidence. I say, they ready the ball. They, and you know, grown, you know, that's what prime calls the door. <laughs> Come on. I've watched that kid since day one. There's, there's there's nothing that's gonna rattle him.
2: Well, I mean, I was gonna ask you um the specifics of what he's doing differently, because as you said, brotherhood and making everybody feel part of a family. That that in many ways is coaching 101. It can actually translate or transport different generations, but this generation and his ability connect with this generation in this group of men that he's put together pretty much handpicked over the span of about two months, three months and put together. I was going to ask you what the difference is. And then you mentioned DJ, but he is also saying stuff. He's talking openly of Heisman's. He's talking openly of, of, of things that other coaches wouldn't want to mention
3: because it would fill their kids' heads. Right. You know, like, and you promised this recruit that's coming in a whole bunch of other stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And they throwing money at these kids and doing different things. What Prime is telling them, here's an opportunity for you to join a movement and something special. Mm-hmm. Will you join us? Are you my kind of kid that loves the game? What's your motivation here? Is it your mama? Is it, getting, is it putting on easy street? Is it is it a dad that was on drugs or something that you want to pull along? Whatever it is. I need to know it's something tangible that you are invested in. And when you do that, dog, <laughs> man, that, that's something more than I want you to come play for my football team. I think you can start here. I think you can, we can win a national championship or a conference championship together. He's investing in the men, in their family, in their lives. And that's what I love about it, because oh man. The bro- the brothers just so so genuine and, and, and the love he gets you it, it's it's not Well, it, it, it,
2: it seems Warren that he wants to invest in you I don't know if you caught this when Prime was on this show on Friday this is what he had to say no this is what he had to say when I brought up the subject of you and Irv being at the uh, some practices this is what he said you think Saps going to be on your staff at some point
3: Dion? I do I really do and I want him to be I want him to be I love that I can't but wait. it's different. Yeah. It's different, Rich. You, you know, you got guys like that. The only reason they won't go into coaching because of the time, you know, allocated. I don't I don't need all that. Like, I know him. I know what I need. You don't you don't need to, to come here and sit around all day. Come in the morning. We practice at nine. We're on the field at nine. Get those kids ready in the morning Meet. Work your butt off on the field. Um, after watch film with will go home. You're home by noon. I don't need you here all day like that. I, I don't I'm not that type of coach. I don't need it don't take all that. But that's – I think more NFL athletes that has really done it and been successful, if they had those type of schedules and understanding, they would do it.
2: So hashtag in the morning sap coaching, hashtag in the afternoon sap fishing is what you're saying. That actually can <laughs> that happen. fishing. Okay. Yeah, fish. <laughs> what do you think, Warren?
3: Hey, listen. What did I tell you I was going to do? Before we had this conversation, before I showed up at Boulder, before I went to uh, Fort Worth with him to TCU, Mm -hmm. what did I tell you? I'm going to go get my degree, and I'm going to ask Prime for a spot on his staff. Did I not? Yes. I got my transcript. I'm starting the process, Rich. Okay. Them kids, you know what, for the first time in my life, I was loved on by some defensive linemen, and they wanted to know, you know, like the keys to the vault. And I've never had somebody shake my pockets like that and ask for keys to the vault. I, I mean, Gerald McCoy did, but Gerald didn't shake my pockets. He asked for the keys to the vault, but he didn't shake my pockets. I had five, six young men around me, Rich. That was basically ready to strip search me, like, I know that there's a key, there's somewhere that you going to give me for this. And they're willing to work. And I, I, it, they infected me. They really infected me. And I told Prime before I left, I said, I'm coming back. He said, I got a spot for you. I don't need you over here at 2 in the morning. And when he told me that, then I knew I had an understanding with my head, man, because I've always said I would love to do it, but I need a head coach that understands. After 9 o'clock and Rachel Maddow, I'm going to bed.
2: Sap and Rachel Maddow. words that I never yes, going I know. here. Warren, yes sir. Yes, sir. Yes, I, knew sir I knew that, I knew
3: okay. that. You know you know me and Rachel can go fishing, you know? I you know about like that. Right?
2: <laughs> Warren Sap, Warren Carlos Sap, you are one of yes, one. Sir. So what 2024 Colorado Buffalo staff is that your your target date? Is that what that would be I, for
3: I, you? Yeah, I want to be there next year. I want to be there next year. I'm I'm going to get everything the paperwork and I'm going to go to work cuz sitting on my couch watching tape making the uh, Step in the labs. I'm going to go tap in the class. <laughs> Sounds great. I'm going to go on live. I was going to go get this degree. And then we're going to go out and teach these kids these five steps to the quarterback. Because I know something about this game. When you have a quarterback like Shador, and if my D-line go hunt the other quarterback, our chances of winning just went through the roof. <laughs> yeah. I, I
2: I wish Hunter was healthy for this next two-game stretch, oh, though. Oh, man. Or, you know
3: what, you know? dude? Why, did, why didn't they throw that kid out of the game? That's all I want to know.
2: I don't know. Unfortunately, it though, that kid even, it
3: wasn't even reviewed as targeting. I know. It's the very definition I'm, of targeting.
2: I'm with you. Unfortunately, that kid apparently is a, is a victim of death threats in his family, too, which is nuts. Um, oh, no.
3: Now, stop that. I know. Stop that now. Stop I know. that. Stop I agree. I don't condone no violence, but when we're in a 60-minute game I know. and we got eight guys out there with, you know, the zebras on, somebody's supposed to be able to look at that and say, hold up, man.
2: I'm with you.
3: We review, we review everything else.
2: Warren, uh, thanks for the time. Love you. Anytime. Thanks for the time. Anywhere. Right back at you. Look at that, Go both.
3: Colorado's. Oh, looking,
2: yeah, looking good, Warren 99. Sapp. Everyone again <laughs> uh, on uh, on Instagram. Check him out uh, at Warren Sapp for all of his great, as he said, Sapp in the Lab videos. That's right here on the Rich Eisen Show. All right, let's take a break. Eight four four two zero four. Rich, number to don We'll talk Steelers. And more of your phone calls, and we come back. Louis Riddick, who is on the mic in Colorado for that game that Warren was talking about, he's joining us hour three. on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What is it like when well, you're back there, you know you're going to get it. Yeah. The eight in the box or nine in the box yeah. that you see knows you're going to get it. Yeah. And you know you're going to give it to them. Yeah. And they know you're going to give it to them. <laughs> what is that
3: like? For I, you, I just I just love the game. I love having the ball in my hands and I love making plays. And I don't know, I just it's just the game, man. Like that feeling when you, when everybody knows and I can't stop it. It's just it's an indescribable feeling, man. And that's just speaking for like us as a team. And you know, I just. I just love the game. I and know you're smiling. You're just smiling, you're just just smiling as you're saying this. It just is just—it
2: must be an amazing feeling a lot of fun. to have that ability. Derrick Henry here on the Rich Eisen show. Did you hear what Earl Thomas said before the divisional playoff game in Baltimore, saying that the, the Patriots didn't want to tackle you, but they were going to have a different?
3: Oh yeah, approach. I've seen it everywhere. Everybody was sending it to me. Everybody was showing it to me. Yeah, I've seen it everywhere. Okay, so
2: now later on, you're in Baltimore. You get the ball. You're on the edge. Did you know that was Earl Thomas? That yes, was coming for definitely that was Earl Did Thomas. Did you give him a second shove because it was Earl Thomas? Yes. <laughs> I was wondering. Because <laughs> yes. you gave him, you gave him one in the front, and you gave him one slightly unnecessary one in the back. But what's so funny
3: about that is I was so focused on giving him another shove that I ran myself out of bounds. <laughs> so after him the first time, he kind of turned around. Yeah. And I could have turned up Phil, but I was so focused on this like. Give him a show that I ran myself out of bounds, but yeah, but yeah, I definitely did that because of that.
2: So then the last question is: Was it worth it to run yourself out of bounds? I think
3: it was. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fun stuff on our YouTube archive. Just be careful. Leave yourself some time. You might go down a wormhole. On YouTube.com/slash/Rich Eisen Show. The Roku channel feed. We're one happy family with the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network right now. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions. For every industry, Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Great stuff with SAP. I was just saying in the commercial break, it's just wild that my NFL Game Day morning family, family, family. you know, or NFL Game Day family, Dion, Warren, Michael Irvin—they're all at the center of the biggest story in sports right now, which is Dion at three and zero, and obviously what happens in Oregon this coming weekend, three thirty Eastern on ABC—it's a—it's uh, a Joe Tess game, apparently. Um, that's gonna—I mean—that's the game of the day, and there are so multiple top twenty and top twenty-five. Thank you, games. Rich, for saying okay. that. Okay, I'm mixing a top multiple. You don't even and know who such you're doing. games, Damn. and um, Colorado, Oregon. God bless the Pac-12. Yeah. Just in time for them to break up. Everybody's Oof. just it's keenly interested in Back. what's happening out here. All of a sudden, it's not the sleepy Pacific Time Zone or Mountain Time Zone anymore, is it? Good gosh! Oof. Just in that 3:30 Eastern window
1: is Oregon, Colorado, UCLA, Utah, Ole Miss, Alabama. Who's not in the
2: top ten for the first time in like a decade? Yeah. Um, let's go back. Oh, help! okay. Oh, Chris in Hanoi, Vietnam, oh. joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show. Do, do I say good morning, Vietnam, right now, Chris? Do I do that?
0: Uh, n- thanks for taking my call, Rich. No. Well, yes, yeah, technically you do. It's uh, 1230 Okay.
2: Good right morning, now. Vietnam.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to just call in. I, I'm not able to watch your show on Roku because my VPN... Can't seem to get it to work right, and Roku doesn't have uh, service here.
2: we got to get on it, um, Chris. We'll get on under is four. you.
0: unfortunate, but well, th- I you. your YouTube clips, as you uh, referenced the archive. Thank great, great you. bit with the King uh, just before you came to this segment.
2: Yes, King um, Henry, yes.
0: And watching the YouTube clips before the season, I noticed that you had segments where you all picked the – Divisions throughout, Uh uh, you know, for the forthcoming season. Yes, sir. And I noticed that there isn't the AFC South division posted. I'm not trying to throw any Mm. media people under the bus or anything. I think I know why that is, uh, that that video isn't posted. Is because you probably all picked the Jaguars to win the division.
2: Okay, uh, I don't know. Uh, usually, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, I can, I can look into that for you, Chris. But yes, I'll just tell you right now. We did all, we did all choose Jacksonville. So, are you a Titan fan sitting in Hanoi right now? Uh, you know, ready to chop it up on that subject matter? Is that what you're saying right now?
0: Yes. Well, chop it up. You know, I just wanted. There, there's an often used uh, movie line or movie title. That I won't reference, but I'll just say do not forget to remember the Titans because mm-hmm. you know, everything that's been said about Jacksonville, they won the division last year. They went and made a playoff run basically by having the Chargers collapse on them. But what most people don't realize is the Titans were historically injured through most of last year, in particular during that big stretch of losses. And Jacksonville didn't really show anything yet to deserve all this attention and a uh, program. And I think the Titans have the same core that they had in 2019 when they made their run. And if Patrick Mahomes doesn't pull off an absolute miracle before the end of the first half, they're in that Super Bowl. They still have Kevin Byard on the back end. They still have Jeffrey Simmons and a host of other defensive line talent. They still have Ryan Tannehill, who proved this week he can get it done. He had a bad game against New Orleans, no doubt. It happens. But 49-yard bomb to Chris Moore, 70-yard bomb to Charlin Burks. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't even get to King Derrick, the diminisher Henry, nice, who is still there and has support now with Tajay Spears, who is going to be a name that people remember going forward
2: no listen chris and you are you are definitely you know making a very cogent Uh, i i see your opprobrium and rage you a cogent Uh, uh you are making a very cogent argument for the tennessee titans and i i thank you keep calling in despite not being able to see us live that's Chris in Hanoi, Vietnam. Again, I just love this show Titans. where I get to talk to people literally around the world, calling in to Cape for the Titans and drop the word opprobrium in 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 process. Big, Big word, word alert. alert. Okay. okay. And so he's, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong. I chose the Titans to beat the Chargers because these are the games that they win, and then the Titans this coming week. Their next game is is at Cleveland. Suddenly
1: looks winnable now.
2: Vrabel, you know, is going back to Ohio. Mr. Buckeye's bringing his Tennessee Titans, and that is, as we said on the Overreaction Monday podcast, Chris, that you can get where all podcasts are required, this is the ultimate take-your-heart-pills-and-buckle-up type game for the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, for sure. And so, yeah. uh, But I just think the Jacksonville Jaguars, over the long run, are – more equipped to win the style of game that normally wins the day in the NFL right now, which is quarterback who can wing it around and weapons that create all sorts of problems, top of defense, underneath. They don't have the diminisher. But, you know, the Titans, as we all know, they they beat you up and they win ugly a lot of the time. And one of the reasons why you don't pay attention to them in many different ways is take... And and I understand this sounds completely ridiculous, but it is the truth. In terms of winning franchises, as they have been more often than not over the last several years, which franchise has the fewest number of fantasy players drafted? Huh. Honestly, it's Derrick Henry, and, and then maybe, you can wait and pick up any Titan you want. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean this year that. was DeAndre Hopkins and I and and this, but this is the metric by which you can measure whether folks are either a paying attention to your team, b interested in your team, or c believes in your team. I mean that's the that's the honest truth. And the Titans are taken on the Jaguars twice. It's not to the back half of the season. And if Tennessee wins this game at Cleveland, like they take their heart pills and buckle up and show up to Cleveland, and just go into this, sort of make it a a true slobber knocker, which it could possibly be in Cleveland. Unfortunately, no Nick Chubb. That would, I mean, you know, they bring their Georgia running back and Tennessee brings their Alabama running back and let's go. Um, And then after that, home for Cincinnati, who knows, at Indianapolis, and then I'm call that's the Jonathan Taylor return if he does want to come back and play for them. And then I'm calling that week six game in London, Tennessee and Baltimore, before a bye. And then just look at all those hard-hitting games where they're just going to bring their hard hat. Yeah. So thank you for the call in Hanoi, Vietnam, to remind us the Titans still exist in 2023 and have a good shot to win the division. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Uh, When we come back, we'll talk about the Steelers, as I promised. And there's, speaking of fantasy, I don't know if it is fantasy football related in your world or just mere fantasy for the reality of Giants fans, but Brian Dable did not shut the door on Saquon Barkley playing Thursday night. That's next. This is The Rich Eisen Show on a busy, fun Tuesday
3: because it's high on my damn agenda. Let's talk O'Reilly
2: Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle,
3: O-O-O
2: O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. back here on our show 844-204-RICH being the number to dial we've got some phone calls want to talk about the Steelers Brian Dable we've got uh, the Ravens to discuss top five performers of week number two Louis Riddick still to come I think I have laid out the rest of our program I've given you a roadmap you know I've got a first class problem to bring up to you guys Uh -oh. Uh oh oh god you're, you you see, like these, don't you? I do. Yeah, I do. You're seat Cause, warmer cause, in your car didn't work this no. morning. Honestly, it could be anything. Cool. Nah, it's cooler. you know when, when you're on the seat warmer f- on this when morning. you're on the chilling. phone, when you're on the phone and you can't talk, you know, and you send someone a voicemail, the iPhone gives you some choices yeah. to, to text them. I can't answer right now. Yeah, I can't answer right it, now. Yeah. Can I call you later and t- They're so impersonal. And I hate sending those.
1: You can make your own, Rich. Can, 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 can I do, can do that? You, do you can make your own.
2: I'm almost positive. Can I make greater. my own? Like, 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 call. Or just give me one sec. Yeah. Like I'm busy, G. I'm busy. No, exactly. no, no, no. I'm busy, G. <laughs> Rich I'm not sending that. that to Susie. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, hey. my dog. Well, maybe not her, but like, am you know, like 99 percent of the time, if Susie calls, I will tell whoever I'm on the phone with, uh, I uh, let me just call you back, and they understand. Mm-hmm. You know. No, well, I just it's put, this this is real life potentially intervening, this is you know, yeah uh, Rich. whatever intervening, so so I can't just say, i'm busy, gee or can I call you later to my wife, you just know say,
1: I have a job, I'm working, that's oh, it.
2: Whoa. I'm not asking you for the editorial. I can work on the copy. Don't worry, that's my area of expertise. But I, I, I can actually create my own. I'm gonna look right now. Default. You can do that. You know, that with people. that's a good feature. give me a sec or whatever. Yeah, I think you can. Hang on. Just, I don't know. Did do they come up with meetings like? Okay, this is the default we're gonna give people to send people to voicemail. Why? Are you, why are you hitting the text back to them? Just because? because if you just send it to the voicemail, just, it, that's, now that's rude. But just call them back because you can tell. When you've been sent directly yeah. to voicemail. You can tell no, that sort of thing. I called oh, guys back here on our radio show and we're debating about my first class problem. Of I don't like the messages that my iPhone gives me to tell people when I send them the voicemail. Can I call you later? What if I intend to call you back in a second, like if, in 20, in 60 seconds? What if I never intend to call you back? Now that's right. a different, that's a different message to send to people. <laughs> I don't. But what's that that default like? Hey, hey, I'm I'm not going to retire in this I'll I'll
1: get back to you real quick. That's like not returning.
2: That's that's kind of like whether people can speak to you as a cowboy fan because you can't let them in the club if they to talk to you about Mm -hmm. the Cowboys unless they've previously heck, yeah. been have their team previously go to a Super which, Bowl which
1: I know people laughed at that idea but I've noticed other shows have picked up on Hey, that. talk to
2: your friend Liner. You he's know. doing the one the velvet you, rope you thing with the Heisman thing are using hey, that's Liner. Like, that's your that's your boy Liner. you can it. get a direct line of Liner and say hey <laughs> did you folks in big noon Sunday steal my idea of velvet ropes around my table I'm just saying no one else had a velvet rope until you did until I did 50 cent did. Well, that's true. That's this is this is <laughs> the tier <laughs> system. So maybe so 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 do I respond to wait in line? Do I create my own default wait in line or you, stay you at home like a, you were saying to people who to have can a a list address you? People, people
3: who mean the most yeah. to you and you
2: categorize I am, them. I just like one just call you in a second. Can I create my own or I can't? I'm looking. I don't, th- I I can't don't think find you can. I, I, think don't think what, I don't think it's is right. What? You can or you can't? What's up? I don't know. Auto? I don't know. Mike, you're the beta tester Apple guy. I looked guy. and I can't. I don't think you can. I don't, I don't can. see it. He owns place. the Apple stock. Can't you call up Tim Cook and say, what's up? I've got my new phone coming too. But yeah, it's like, no, I can't. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Mike. I'm sorry. Still, no. My phone's old. Let's talk about connecting in this way. Let's talk about the Steelers' defense connecting in a way that they had to. Connect. And I understand there are some people who think that Minka Fitzpatrick was dirty in hitting um, Nick Chubb. Are people really By saying way, that? Nate Burleson tweeted it, at Ryan Clark, they're starting this whole thing. And, you know, of course it's Nate being a sweetheart saying, I love you, but this is the way you're wrong about that, that this is not dirty, this is definitely something he could have. Like, so anyway, long story short, let's just place that aside for the moment, if you don't mind, and talk about just the football game. And that is, you know, in light of Nick Chubb going out. And, you know, this kid, Jerome Ford, ripping one off for 69 yards when this game seemed to be going in Pittsburgh's direction The Browns couldn't do a damn thing on offense after Chubb went out. And then Ford rips one off. And the, the Browns score, and they're up, and the Steelers' offense. My gosh, I, I mean, this is, you ask any Steeler fan... And it's just like uh, Team America, the line from Team America, Blame, blame Canada. Canada. I mean, yeah, right. Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator. This is – there must be, South based Park. off Team America, you know – you know, is that South Park? Okay, Blame South Canada. Well, it's still the same thing. South Park movies, Blame Canada. Okay. It, they, hire Brian well, yeah. they also want to, you know, say the words that they apparently told Hans Blix as well in Team America, if hmm. I can now – can we? Okay, no, we, we can't do that. Long story short, okay. is Steeler fans not happy with the offense and Kenny Pickett? And I know Chris, you have been saying play more preseason, play more in the preseason. I think and so. I understand what you're saying, but Pickett
1: did play. I understand and
2: looked amazing. He had scoring drives every time. Yeah, every throw he made to George Pickens was for either a first down or a touchdown, and we saw a lot of that last night when they needed it. We're good. But Rots. offensively, like, you know... Came we run the football. They, we just have not seen Najee Harris trucking people. Instead, you're seeing him, like, run around the end, and I'm like, why are we running him laterally? Shouldn't we just be going downhill? Um, and Warren's the one that you start... Uh, look, I'm not an X's and O's guy, but it, offense can eventually get with it, and you saw Pickett find Pickens in a way you didn't see against the Niners. That's for sure. And this Browns defense, man... They can bring it. They are stout. They are speedy. They are salty. They are good. And and sure enough, with a lead, it looked like the Browns were going to be 2-0 for the first time since Belichick was their coach and Nick Saban was their defensive coordinator in 1993 until Alex Highsmith, who started the game with a pick six, comes around the edge and sacks Deshaun Watson, creating the fourth turnover of the night. TJ Watt scoops it up. Unbelievable. I couldn't believe Joe Buck said these words. First touchdown of his career? Really? I didn't I couldn't believe that one. And all part of a special night for TJ Watt. Let me get this number correct. I have called it up. He is now the all-time single uh, the all-time regular season sack leader in the history of this proud franchise That's that is that has bagged a lot of quarterbacks in its day. He now uh, is the all-time regular season sack leader passing James Harrison. It was an 81 and a half? 81 and a half. That he was number... tied with James Harrison coming into the game. You would I would have thought it would be much larger. number seemed to you, yeah. Yeah, very. yeah right? But uh, James Harrison did it in 177 career games with the Steelers. 89. Wow. For T.J. Watt. Just 89, one fewer than his uh, uniform Jeez. number, right? And so... This is what T.J. Watt had to say about that achievement after the game. I mean, I'd be lying you if I said
1: it wasn't special. Um, just like anything, it, it, has, it hasn't set in. I don't know if it will until um, I have time to really sit down and process what just happened tonight. But uh, there's so many people along the way that have helped me get to where I am. Um, it's no – I can't stand the individual awards of football because there's just – I mean, Debo himself helped me so much my rookie year. Um, he didn't have to. Uh, No one asked him to, but he wanted to help me, and I appreciate him for that. Um, So many of my teammates, uh, coaches, mentors, my brothers, um, my wife's support, my parents. I mean, there's just so many people that go into it that uh, it's not myself out there making the plays. I mean, there's just – I can't take all the credit.
2: Good for him. Just good Mm -hmm. people right there. He's referring to Debo, not Samuel, not the shoes Ocho Cinco's been owing me for a decade and a half. (laughs) But that's the nickname for James Harrison. And so, good for him. But Steeler fans are still really concerned about the offense and how unsteady they looked in the first half and on third downs. It's just, it's tough to call it functional. This is Mike Tomlin after the game on how it looked in their first win of the season.
1: Mike, you talked about you get the big play early, and I get another big play early. Coming off the game that you, you did is that an okay recipe for you is get a couple big plays and kind of hang on in between.
3: We're not going to apologize for winning.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: the wow. latest Mike Tomlin. Drop. That is amazing.
0: Uh, drop I do believe
2: it. we have now made that into a drop. We're not going to apologize for winning. There you go. Never should. I have a feeling we're we have much usage <sighs> of the latest Mike Tomlin I drop. Mean, Mike Tomlin.
1: We're not going to
3: apologize for winning. They're one and one. <laughs> hey, Chasing
1: down Jerry Jones in our drop rankings.
2: Next up is a visit to Vegas, side of this year's Super Bowl, and side of Sunday night football, and the home opener for Jimmy Garoppolo and the Raiders, who have been on the road at Denver at Buffalo. And as we all know, this was the matchup on Christmas Eve last year that wound up going the Steelers' way, picket to Pickens to win the game, and then two picks of Derek Carr, to put him in a New Orleans Saint uniform. Some old school stuff. So, A, the Steelers were staring an 0-2 start in the face, tied with the Bengals. Instead, you know what? They're in second place right now with a tie break over the 1-1 Browns behind the Ravens. We'll talk about them in hour three. And the Bengals are sitting there at 0-2 with who knows about Joe Burrow, Zach Taylor, the head coach of the Bengals, slated to zoom into this program as our first guest Wednesday in advance of the Monday nighter against the Rams in Cincinnati, part of the week three, don't call it a doubleheader, two games at once on Monday night, with the Bucks and the Eagles taking on one another and undefeated. How about them apples? Now then. Kevin in Rochester, New York, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Kevin?
0: This is uh, yeah, you, Kevin from Rochester. I called in a couple of months ago, and at that time I was still kind of getting to grips with football, if you recall. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think I realized how prolific you guys were because at the time I called in, I was like, oh, this is the fun show from the Roku channel. Thank you. And then I go to watch the Combine. Oh, hey, there's Rich Eisen. And I go to watch the Draft. Oh, hey, there's Rich Eisen. I'm and I go back and watch old games. Hey, there's Rich Eisen. So. Uh, a lot it's, of respect for what you guys are doing and it, I love the what's more likely podcast. Thank so, you very much. Down. I know
2: first of all it's overreaction monday it's what's more like look it's it's all good. It's it's all good. W- we appreciate you right. watching and taking it all in. Thanks, That's Kevin. why people.com calls it an empire. Kevin.
0: <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, but my question for you guys today uh sticking with <laughs> New York football. I know uh, the Aaron Rodgers stuff is on the tip of everybody's tongue right now but I'm curious what you guys think about the Giants. Uh Despite their comeback win, I kind of feel like it's time to panic. What are your thoughts?
2: Uh, You can't say panic. It didn't look good in the first six quarters. That's that's, That's to say the least. Thanks for the call, Kevin. I don't know if this is Brian Dable playing games because it looks particularly bleak for Saquon Barkley to answer the bell in a short week when he was furious coming off the field. That looks like when he was furious coming off the field, limping off the field, that had the looks of a... World-class athlete who has been previously injured, excited to be healthy, and knows what just happened to him is something that is not simply going to require a pill or a shot to get over. It's going to require time and rehab. That's what he had the look of. Although Brian Dable, maybe he's playing games. He had this to say about Saquon Barkley answering the bell in time for Thursday night's week three kickoff in San Francisco.
1: They just to say be out on Thursday night. Uh, I'm not saying that he's out yet. He's, he's a quick healer. Um, I'm not saying he's in, he's out. We're going to take it all the way up with him, uh, to, to Thursday, but he feels a lot better today. Um, I just, I just talked to him. So we'll see, we'll see where we're
2: at. All right. Come on. What way to keep us in suspense. I love it. I love it. Look, prepare for, prepare for Saquon and then deal with Matt Breida. That's the way I'm sure Steve Wilkes and the Niners defense is looking at it. So, but no Saquon going into San Francisco for their home opener. Ten and a half point favorites. And then next up for the G-man after that is a Monday nighter against Seattle. Geno Smith back in the hizzy. And I said those words. That's at true. Miami, then a Sunday night or day ball back in his old digs in Western New York. At Buffalo, mm, panic. I can't say yes now, but it's let's oh. get Saquon. Let's Dude. get let's get Saquon back, please. One and one and five. Oh boy, <laughs> that's the latest on the Giants. Hour three. Lewis Riddick is going to be joining us, fresh back from Boulder and Carolina. Still sitting here on the old Roku channel.
1: Like I point out that Susie's here and looks like she's got food in her hands? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> thanks. To well, you so. she's here.
2: She's recording what's also, more. Also, I mean, Rich, what the break, football. also,
1: Rich, breaking news. Yes. Uh, thanks, Brett Miner, for tweeting us this. Yes. If you go to settings, phone, respond with text, you can customize three of them.
2: Hold on a minute. So you can call me, Rich. I already right, made write one Write this down. You. Let me write this down.
1: Settings.
2: Settings. Phone, phone. Phone. Respond with text. Yeah. You can customize Dude, Do you know the number of, of times where you go on to Google and it's like, just go here, and then you go to your phone and you don't see it there? We, I understand. I just did it. I Googled just, it. Let me just tell you. I understand when I say okay. these things into this microphone, it ages me up. It does. Okay? I'd well, love well, to know. the
1: fact that you always tell us your age.
2: I do. I think I look good for it. Well, yeah. Certainly for somebody building an empire.
1: <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to customize my first one. <laughs> I have one. Sorry. What's your first one? I'm busy, my G. Can't say my first one. <laughs> my first one is <laughs> What up Doe.
2: What up Doe? What up Doe.
1: I can't say my first one. Is that D-O-H?
2: How do you spell that? D-O-E. Nope. D-O-E. D-O-E. C- yeah. Thank you know. for that spelling.
3: Not C- I don't think I'm gonna do that. How about how about
1: how about this one? Do not call me again. Oh, you know my second one has to be. How yes. about them
2: Cowboys? How about which them Cowboys? Yeah, it doesn't even matter. So, then, which is what you say when you send somebody your voicemail.
1: I'm going to answer my phone
2: like that Just from now on. Now that text I think about me. it, you don't want to know
1: mine. Waltz
2: is listening.
1: We know Mike. It's D's something. <laughs> no,
2: no. Lewis <laughs> oh, Riddick is coming up.